Welcome, my fellow traders, to Truth Is Now Treason. If you live in the Springfield, Ohio area, please make sure that you are going to the official coffee shop of Truth Is Now Treason, and that is Coffee Expressions. They are at 1111 Plum Street in Springfield, Ohio. Support the little guys. Support local. Go to Coffee Expressions. Their iced lattes get two thumbs up from Dietrich. Now, Lennox does not give any thumbs up to them, but that's because she doesn't like coffee. That's okay, Lennox. We don't like you either. And if you're wondering, where is Lennox? Well, she just had her knee replacement, so she's not up for helping out with this episode. That's all right. This episode will be more intelligent because of the decrease in the amount of blonde in it. So today's episode is a treason bite. It's called You Are Disposable. And you're thinking, all right, what's that about, Dietrich? Well, we're going to be talking about Michael Hugo. You might be saying, who is Michael Hugo? Exactly. Who is Michael Hugo? Michael Hugo is the guy that the mainstream media has been doing everything they can cover up. But we're going to talk about him. So if you were to look up in his LinkedIn profile, this is what it says about Michael Hugo. It says he is the Director of Policy and Government Affairs at Massachusetts Association of Health Boards. He is also the chair of the Framingham, Massachusetts Democratic Committee. Now listen to what he said during a city council meeting. And he went to this meeting because he was wanting the city to back abortion while discussing the presence of crisis pregnancy centers. He didn't want these crisis pregnancy centers. This is places where women go who do not want to have an abortion. He didn't want them in Framingham, Massachusetts. He wanted Framingham, Massachusetts to back abortion. I want you to listen to what he says about this. These are his words to the Framingham, Massachusetts City Council. Our fear is that if an unqualified sonographer uh, misdiagnoses a heart defect, an organ defect, spina bifida, or an encephalopathic defect, that becomes a very local issue because our school budget will have to absorb the cost of a child in, in special education, supplying lots and lots of special services to children uh, who were born with the defect. So here's what Hugo said. He said, our fear is that if an unqualified stenographer, so he's saying a person who works in a crisis pregnancy center would not be qualified. He's worried about that. And he says, if they would misdiagnose a heart defect, an organ defect, spina bifida, or an encephalopathic defect, he is worried about a false diagnosis. Now, the fact is, false diagnoses happen all the time, and not just at crisis pregnancy centers. He is trying to imply that people against abortion are incompetent. Now, but what's important is I want you to listen to what he said is the reason for his concern about this. He said, and I quote, it becomes a very local issue because our school budget will have to absorb the cost of a child in special education, supplying lots and lots of special services to children who are born with a defect. So his reason for his concern is because of the cost that those who are born with a defect, again, now those are his words. That's what he said. He's concerned about those who are born with a defect, the effect it would have on the cash flow of the local school system. So to Michael Hugo, money is more important than life. So those who cannot defend themselves, those who are born with a defect, okay, again, Michael's words, they're seen as a burden to Michael. Now, in case you're thinking, okay, you know what, this is an isolated incident, where Michael Hugo, you know, he, he misspoke. It's not the case. It's not even close. In a letter that he sent to the Framingham, Massachusetts City Council, 
Before the meeting, he had to offer them a preview of his remarks. This was what was in his letter. He asked them whether the state of Massachusetts would, and I quote, cover the medical costs for a fetus that had sound medical reason to be terminated, end quote. Did you catch that? Sound medical reason to be terminated. So to Michael, if there's a defect in you, there's a sound medical reason to terminate you. Do you hear those words? Is this striking a chord with you at all? You know, those who are unborn, who are not perfect, need to be executed in Michael's mind. And so please tell us, Michael, when do we start to terminate those outside the womb who are not perfect? Is there a sound medical reason to terminate their life as well? Now, there's been an uproar in Framingham because of Michael's words, and for good reason. It took Michael a total of 10 days later. Now, you notice he wasn't in any hurry, but 10 days later, he hands out an apology. Well, he calls it an apology. I call it a pile of horse manure. But it took 10 days of pressure on him before he finally gave this pile of horse manure. Now, I want you to listen to his words, and I'm going to quote directly from his quote-unquote apology. And I quote, I am writing to offer my most sincere and humble apology to members of the Framingham Democratic Committee, but more especially to my fellow members of Framingham's disability family community for comments that I made in the last city council meeting, which were, which were offensive and hurtful. Nothing in my comments was meant to be derogatory or hurtful. Yeah. And then he goes on. The bottom line is that I owe you an apology without excuses or equivocation. And listen to his reason why. Because my innermost feelings tell me it is the right thing to do. Especially when I know in my heart of hearts that I have upset people I truly care for and about. End quote. All right, we're going to dis dissect this pile of horse manure here. Okay. Notice what he does not say. He never at any point says, hey, you know what? I was wrong in what I said. He never said, the things I said were incorrect. He never says that. Listen to the reason he gives for his apology. He says, I owe you an apology because my innermost feelings tell me it's the right thing to do. He also said, nothing in my comments was meant to be derogatory or hurtful. <laughs> what? Wasn't derogatory. You told a group of people they shouldn't have been born. They should have been murdered in the womb. And you think that you weren't meant to be derogatory? He told those who are developmentally disabled, you are not worth what you cost. And that was not meant to be derogatory. What kind of an apology is this? The truth is, it is not an apology. And we know this because he never says anything about how what he said was wrong or how he learned that his opinion was incorrect. That's because he believes what he says. Now, the Framingham Democratic Committee echoed Hugo's apology in a statement issued where they claimed that his remarks did not reflect the full committee, and they added, we fully disavow and denounce them. Now, that's an apology. That is where you say, what I said was wrong. I denounce my words. So I will give them credit for that. But they didn't go even close to far enough. I have a question for them. If they disavow and do not support those comments, how do you leave him in charge of your organization? Maybe deep down inside, they really don't think what he said was so bad. I don't know. But I can say this unequivocally. If someone among the humongous staff we here have here at Truth is Now Treason were to say that, they'd be gone in a heartbeat. 
Now, since the Democrats couldn't do the same thing, then how hurt were they really by his words? Why do we have this going on? Where is this coming from? And why is it so important to point this out? Michael's words reflect the idea of eugenics. What is eugenics? This is what eugenics is. This is from Google. This is how they define it. They say it's the study of how to arrange reproduction within a human population to increase the occurrence of heritable characteristics regarded as desirable. And I'm going to stop there for a second. Basically, that's a bunch of legalese basically saying eugenics was the notion that we're going to have people who have all the positives that we want to see in our future generations. We want them to procreate. And those who do not have those characteristics, we do not want them to procreate. I'm going to keep going. This was developed largely by Sir Francis Galton as a method of improving the human race. Eugenics was increasingly discredited as unscientific and racially biased during the 20th century, especially after the adoption of its doctrines by the Nazis in order to justify their treatment of Jews, disabled people, and other minority groups. So did you hear that? Eugenics was used by the Nazis to justify their wholesale slaughter of Jews, disabled people, and other minority groups. Michael Hugo, his words reflect the notion of eugenics. He is defending eugenics. The Nazis believed in eugenics. So why is there a link between Michael Hugo and the Nazis? I want you to listen to this because this is important. This is the crux of it all right here. There is a link between Nazis and socialists. And there is a link between socialists and the American Democratic Party. What is the term Nazi short for? National Socialist. The Nazis were socialists. They were leftists. They were progressives. You listen to the Democrats, what do they call themselves? They say they're progressives. They're socialists, democratic socialists. Listen to what the Nazis believed in. Here's what Hitler did. One of the first things he did when he went into power, what did he do? He took away the right of people to have guns. What is that? That's what a socialist wants. That's what the American Democratic Party wants to do. Hitler wanted, he didn't do it, he wanted to make the entire nation go vegetarian. Socialist. Now, does that sound more like the Republican Party or the Democratic Party? It's obvious. The Democrat Party. When Hitler came to power, the government took over the banking industry. They took a business and they made it so the government controlled it. That's socialism. That's the American Democratic Party. Hitler declared that anyone who was not part of the Nazi Party was an enemy. Who's that sound like? Antifa. Who's Antifa on the side of? The Democrats. Again, it's socialism. We could go on and on and on and on. The modern American Democratic Party is socialist in its beliefs and behaviors. And that's why you hear people like Michael Hugo saying the things they're saying. This is part of their background. This is who they are. This is where the left wants to take this nation. Think about this. If you were not born perfect, then you are burdened on the school budget and you never should have been born. That's what the head of the Democrat Party in Framingham, Massachusetts says. You are a burden on yourself and on your family due to mental issues that you have. You should go to your doctor and ask him to kill you, and he'll do it the same day you make that request. That's what Justin Trudeau, the socialist prime minister of Canada, has helped to make law in his nation. Adolf Hitler had a final solution created so that those who were Jews or physical or mental defects were processed so that the gene pool would be more pure. Are you seeing the similarities? Are you seeing the problem? Those who need our help the most are a burden, and they should be offered a way out, says Justin Trudeau. 
Those who are of a group that we do not like or have a physical defect need to be processed, says Adolf Hitler. There is a link between the way all of these men think, and it is not a good one. It's a scary and repulsive link. And this is the link between the American Democrat Party and Adolf Hitler. Are you excusing this in your mind? Are you voting for this? How can you excuse the things they are linked to? How can you excuse the things they say? How can any human being, knowing who they are, say that this is acceptable? How can anyone who is a follower of Christ think that they can vote for a Democrat and think that they have not hurt God and their fellow man by what they are doing? To me, this is a time where we have opportunities beyond compare. We are living in a dark time. You can feel it. You can touch it. We have such an opportunity to be the light, to shine the light of Christ in a day where so few have any idea what the light is. We absolutely must stand. I want you to listen to Proverbs chapter 24. This is verses 11 through 12. Rescue those unjustly sentenced to die. Don't hesitate to step in and help. If you say, hey, that's none of my business, will that get you off the hook? Someone is watching you closely, you know. Someone not impressed with weak excuses. What else could you possibly say after that? Until next time, my fellow traders.